Hey, HBs. This is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two friends recap romance novels while giggling, swooning, and snarking throughout. I gotta say, Aaron and I are enjoying hiatus. I'm living in my reindeer mafia onesie, so it's super cozy as I narrate epic love stories between my kids' dinosaurs. Listen, it's all closed door. Don't make it weird. Aaron, meanwhile, has so much more time to foil Goat's elaborate plots to do away with Rooster, all while skiing through her house. Alaska, right? This week, we're serving up a long-requested episode for an encore, part one of Bully by Penelope Douglas. If you've ever wondered where our delight in arborists comes from, this is the episode for you. And part two is waiting for you in the back catalog. That's episode 88. So let's vroom vroom into Bully by Penelope Douglas. Aaron. Hi. Hello, <laughs> Melody. Melody, Melody, Melody. Yeah, that's me. Good morning. Guten Morgen. <laughs> I am feeling cranky. So this Are is going to be a good one. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I love it when you're cranky. Crank it up, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have anything in your life you want to talk about, but I want to do a little bit of cult housekeeping this morning. Cult housekeeping. Yeah. All right. I'm into it. As about a thousand of you know, uh, we have a <laughs> closed Facebook group called the Hebe yeah. Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. Actually, Indeed. we recently got an email that I was going to reply to and then I didn't asking. Me too. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> we're sorry, everyone. Asking why it's called the Geriatric Friendship Cult because we're young. And the answer is because we were talking about it maybe like when we're all old. And we no longer have partners or we've kicked them all out or whatever. Yeah. It's our golden girls plan. Yeah. That's when we're going to go live on. Build the commune. The commune. Right. The commune of excellence. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing, guys. What's up? We recently chose some moderators to moderate the cult. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It's just getting bigger. And we've had maybe two problems that are honestly barely even problems. Right. We weren't around to monitor one of them, and we didn't know what happened, so we thought maybe it's time to get a couple moderators. Yeah, we need we need just a few hands to pitch in and lend their time. Did you see this fucking thread? I did, and I, I, I am <laughs> those bitches livid. <laughs> These three bitches who we chose. Oh, yeah. Who, who are amazing. They are not involved in this. Oh, it's bullshit. everyone else. Who needs to, uh uh-oh. I think one is. Actually, all. Listen. Everyone needs to take a seat. Because they were like, listen. They were like, oh, well, now that we're moderators on the cult, now that we're administrators, do we get to share some of the possessions? No, that's not true. Somebody else started the thread being like, does this mean that they are second in command now? Like, are they going to get some of the the possessions? So... I wish you could see her in space. <laughs> no. There is no second in command, you guys. There's no second fucking string. No. This is this is not this is not a committee. All no. right. There is one commander <laughs> and it is us. We are an amoeba of one. <laughs> That's true. And then 
Then they're talking about like, oh, well, I want this kind of possession. Each of them was like, I want one. I, this is the possessions that I want. I want this kind. And blah, blah, blah. And then you got one on there posting her Merriam-Webster definitions of commune. Like, we don't know what a fucking mm-hmm. commune is. I know what As a fucking we commune don't know. is. You share your shit with me. That's what it is. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. You sign up. You go to mm-hmm. Facebook. You say, <laughs> right. I would like to join the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. That's right. And you answer the questions. Just two uh-huh. questions. Like, what's a heaving bosoms? Just so we know you're right? not a, you know, a terrorist or a robot. <laughs> and that means you give us all of your possessions. It's very simple. It's so easy. I don't it get is. it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These bitches. These oh, bitches. I know. so much. I couldn't even. I ha- know. About halfway through, I just, <laughs> I just commented, what? In all caps. And then they're like, what do you mean what, Aaron? What are you asking what to? How many yeah, hair like, dryers which, we all which have? Part? What is the, do, 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 which part? I'm like, all, all of it. This whole thing. Why are you, how are you even discussing this amongst yourselves? In fact, we picked you guys to be fucking moderators. You should be taking this down. This is dissonance. That's what I'm, how dare they? You know, I've just Man. got, here's the thing. I've got to make a rule that's just like no dissonance. <laughs> In, and then they can use that to take down. I don't know. I, you know. You know the problem we. The problem was. What's up? We chose strong, smart ladies to be the monitors. I mean, we're stupid sometimes. And what we should have done is chosen mm. weak, dumb ladies to be the moderators, yeah. so that we could control them. I know, but here's the thing: there's not a single weak, <laughs> yeah, dumb person true. in the cult. Like, <laughs> god damn it! We can't think of any weak, <laughs> dumb ones. Oh man. I know. I don't know if this is going to work out. We might have to um, eliminate them and um, dun, dun, dun. consolidate power at the top. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my banter. Anyway, we're really excited about the moderators, yeah, you we, guys. We love like, it. fucking fact, excited. The problem was we put out a call for moderators and we got like, I don't know. And then we got too many awesome ones. And then we just couldn't decide because they were so all so good and we didn't know what to do. They were and so then we good. we didn't do anything for like four months because we didn't know what to do I, we were like we listen. need moderators and then these seven to ten ladies emailed us and we were like uh now and then i locked up i was like do? how do i choose yeah we can, can we have, can we have a seven fleet of moderators moderators <laughs> can we just forget we said anything because we can't pick our favorites out of these women <laughs> yeah so then yeah. we just ended up picking the first three that had emailed us <laughs> yeah because the most important thing about being a moderator is like just being in it you know uh-huh. you gotta you gotta see the post you gotta take action uh-huh. and that's what they did the first three i think yeah, I got until the first they three posted emails. some bullshit about how they're taking <laughs> our rightful <laughs> possessions listen it's just some growing pains it's okay Ugh. we've got this on lock it's fine it's not called the, the heaving bosoms geriatric friendship cult we just wait, it's a commune. We just sometimes colloquially <laughs> refer to it as a commune. It is going to be an amazing commune. It's not, mean. but it's going to be. But it's like a cult. Yeah, though. it's a cult. Yeah. We get the stuff. Here's right. what it is. It's like we get. Here's what it is. <laughs> we get the stuff that you currently possess. Right. Your house. Yeah. Your romantic partner. Cats. Sure. Jewelry. Expensive things. Cars. Fancy stuff. Okay. Right. Right. We get your fancy stuff. And then when you come to the cult, we give you some bullshit stuff, like some a bag of rice, um, yeah. like a, a weird little outfit you got to wear. 
and like but like mm-hmm. yeah yep. and like some tiny idols of melody and i and it's like right. that stuff is they need the, something to pray to right that stuff is the stuff that you share <laughs> right <laughs> well plus i think we're gonna you know we'll have the stuff you need on hand right you know, you know you like can, your gardening you tools bring your hair dryer your, your your hammer you know the stuff you need to work yes for yes. the cult, for the greater good right. of the cult, we'll give you that sort of stuff. And you have to share it. Because what if one day yes. you're working on hammer stuff and then the next day you're working on gardening stuff, you know? Garden stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, we're going to have a beautiful garden beautiful. in that cult. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You're going to learn to be a green thumb. Can't wait to see you there. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. All right. I can't wait for everyone to send me their like Vitamix and stuff, you know. Ooh, Vitamix. Oh my god, we're gonna yeah. have like a whole room full of Vitamixes. I know. Oh, we'll never run out. It's gonna be incredible. <laughs> they're gonna it's be so dream. loud when they're all on, and we're gonna turn them all on at the same time. <laughs> we are. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what what else could be better. Okay. All right. You know what we're gonna do right now? We're gonna shift gears. That's what we're gonna do. I'm not losing this attitude. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Aaron is fired up, oh, yeah. you guys. And I'm so glad you are because so we had a conversation. Aaron has had a rough week, which is actually I don't think has anything to do with your current mood. It's all cultists. But <laughs> no, I'm no, kidding. Because I am exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah. So yesterday I was like, how's book? And she was like, well, I haven't cracked it and I'm gonna use, you know, tonight to read it all. And I was like, no, 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 don't do that. I will just tell you book and you can react. But then she made the mistake of cracking it. And all of a sudden, I got this text that was like, I'm 12% in and I have shit to say. I have things to say. <laughs> I wanted to finish it because I had so much to say. But I i didn't finish it all the way. So Melody gets to reveal the ending to me. I'm sorry I'm such a bad, what do we do, podcaster? But I'm going to try to uh, be... No better you're an excellent podcast and usually when i have a very yeah. busy week i just make up for it by reading all night on like saturday and friday but right it's friday today you guys and i just don't yeah. have work so yeah we're um recording super early so that we can have a nice memorial day weekend Woo! also my brother's upstairs watching ember and valor and it's the best okay Is he wearing the so. lipstick <laughs> He's not. Not right now. He hasn't made himself up, though, yet, uh-huh. so who knows? Yeah, he's not ready for okay. today. <laughs> All right. We read Bully by Penelope Ward, and I have got some disclaimers on the top. I just want you, I want to give you the lens I'm looking through to devour this book, and that is, one, high school and a lot of, like, new adult don't work for me a whole lot. Mm-hmm. For a couple of reasons. It's weird because um, I I fucking love a coming of age high school rom-com if it's a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it's because I can look at them and be like, you're obviously 25. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know, take oh out God, the I age the in my brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I'm reading it, I cannot do that. I don't care how hot you tell me the hero is. I look at him like he's a baby. I can't. And I don't want that. I don't I don't need <laughs> to look at a, a baby's penis. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. And actually, the author in this did a really smart thing. And she had both of them turn 18, like on the page. Mm-hmm. You watched them have their birthdays. Mm-hmm. And I still was just like, barely legal is like not a thing for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sorry. So that's one thing. And then in this one in particular, there's a lot of like girl on girl crime that makes my blood 
absolutely boil Mm -hmm. and it never ends. Nobody ever has an epiphany about how they should stop being dicks to other women. (laughs) And I know they're really young, but it just also this heroine in particular didn't super work for me just because I saw a lot of my immature self in her. Mm -hmm. Like I was unfortunately I had a period where I was like, I'm not like normal girls. And I'm so ashamed of it. Oh, yeah, that was like my whole life. Most of it. I know. And it's like, if only I could have realized earlier on the power of women and community and the power that I have within myself instead of being like, I'm cool because I'm more masculine. It's just like, yeah, it just makes me really sad for myself, for other women. And so like being immersed in that period of this heroine's life, I'm hoping, you know, she grows out of it in her fictional future. But it just made me really sad. And then also this lineup has been a lot of angst. Like the last three books, I've just been in a world of angst, whether it's Viking rapes or, you know, really sweet getting over trauma via hot, hot BDSM sex. That, that book still had a lot of angst in mm-hmm. it. And then this one, just fuck, man. The amount of casual assault that happens in this yeah. book, both violent and sexual and, and all that sort of thing, like just to move the plot forward. Mm-hmm. I, it just, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> so I think that if I had read a hating game before this or, you know, like something that's a little, a little bit lighter. more fun. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been okay, but I just, I'm tired. I'm sorry. I did the lineup, but I just thought this would be an upper because it was YA. And I don't know why I thought that because every time we read a YA, it's like, why is everyone getting raped? <laughs> why, why, why are there slaves? Why is everyone so bad? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. So those are my disclaimers. That is the, that's what, I'm where I'm coming from. I think that a lot of people will like this book. If you like YA angst. Yeah. Yeah. I have, one, I have another thing to say. Listen. Tell me everything. While I was at KissCon, I yeah. hung out with, you know, the ladies. And a couple of these ladies revealed to me that they had recommended books that we did not like. Cool. And that they were embarrassed by that like <gasps> no! i'm the one that recommended such and such and you didn't like it and it wasn't even books that we like like hated like loathed. it was just books that i like didn't particularly care for sure and then i felt really bad because it's not well i mean i didn't feel bad for not liking the book but i felt bad that people were thinking that it was some kind of reflection on them or what it's we never think of them like i don't care if your favorite book is fires of winter i do not care at all like i think that smart wonderful lovely people probably like book listen one of the smartest colleagues i work with loved fucking shades of vampire like i tried to (laughs) write on shades of vampire to her and she's like um that's my favorite book series (laughs) i was like how is this yeah i've read i've read all 47 of those (laughs) she had yeah um, I know. And so it's not, It's. I just don't want anyone, because we we know who recommended this one, and she's very cool, and I'm about to and we love rip it her. to fucking shreds. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Just, I, I, it yeah. is absolutely not a reflection on you. It is. It never impacts what we think of you. No. Because I also know that, because a lot of my notes are like, I think this would have been hot in 2013 when it was written. Really? But just like, time's up, you know? Sorry, I hate to like. Or maybe if I were younger, 
Or if I were younger, yeah. yes. Like there are a lot of things that I think would really, really work in this book in a different setting or a different time period or a different me. Yeah. But at this moment in time, I cannot. Or if this were the genre I was used to. I don't sure. read a lot of YA and I never have. So it's always right. kind of jarring when we go back and read a YA because I'm not used to it. Because some people read like mm. exclusively YA and yeah. that's just what they're used to reading. And so I think that's, that's part cool. of it too. Right. Anyway, okay. Right. So never, ever no, I will just it impact to say that. our relationship, yeah. listener. Never. You are so important to us. This is the first, I think, listener recommended book that I'm about to um, murder <laughs> since KissCon. So I just wanted to Shit make- upon? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, oh God. And I, I, we're not book reviewers either. So I uh, feel bad that, yeah, I just listen to authors. We love you. We know it's hard to write a book. We're just girlfriends chatting about how we hated it. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. So Tate and Jared. All right. Yeah. Tate and Jared. Tatum. We've got Tatum. Tatum. Love it. I just, she, listen. Hey, bing, boom, bong, Tatum. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> listen, if you're out there and your name is Tatum, great more power to you you're probably an awesome lady out in the world but in fiction i find that the name tatum is like used for the worst women Mm. that's the end of i just feel like every time i open up a book or watch a tv show or something and somebody's like i'm tatum i'm like i'm gonna hate you i don't know any tatums in real life i'm not talking about you tatum listener hb tatum right just in fiction i've just noticed in a lot of teen stuff there's like sexy girl named Tatum. Anyway, right. All right. Tatum. Um, I have I have a different name complaint, but we'll get there when we get Is it there. KC. So yes, I uh, hate, here's the thing, you guys. I hate initial names. I can't. Oh, the BFF's name is is Casey, and I got so angry because if you're gonna fuck up my flow. With, with the two periods, periods in there in the middle of a sentence i can't yes <laughs> i can't you're believe gonna we have the fuck same up. <laughs> well my here wait i don't know if we have the same thing because my thing is if you're gonna fuck up my flow then take two letters that i cannot turn into a phonetic name make it oh. jr no but like if you're gonna say it casey just like spell out c-a-s-e-y oh, it's cooler or however no it fucking <laughs> isn't it just fucks with my brain no i just hate initial names anyway well i also hate initial names yes but it especially irks me if i want to read casey and i want to say casey mm-hmm. but in my brain and in my mouth i have to go k c <gasps> like and, oh, and i also think that so they are bad. i think initial names are less popular these days like i think we grew up with a lot of like jj's and like those sorts of things and i don't Maybe. i don't see kids with those names anymore with like initials mm. But, you know, whatever. I just hate initial name. I hate, well, I hate reading initial names because it screws up my flow. It does. It screws up my flow. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it, it just, it heightens it to a, an 11 if it's a name that sounds like a name. I love instead how you're of like, a name that sounds like two letters. Oh, we'll get to it. And she's the first person who speaks in this book. It's yeah, I know. I, I forgot. I forgot. Okay. All right. Okay, here so we go. It opens up a year ago, you guys. Past tense. They are 15, I think. I don't fucking know. And they're going to a party. The protagonist, Tate, is worried because she's not allowed at parties mm-hmm. because there's a bully. You guys, it's called bully. <laughs> and there, she has one. <laughs> so 
her voice I found to be um, weird for a 16-year-old. This is also an issue I run into a the lot with YA through. novels. The whole way so through. So let me just they read all you sound like they're 43. a couple sentences I highlighted on page uh, two. Mm-hmm. The party ruckus amplified the closer we got yep. to the house. Have you ever heard a 16-year-old I have never. talk about a party ruckus? That ruckus Ooh, it was so there? ruckusy. Uh, the hair on my arms stood on end at the sight of all the bustle and enthusiasm of the party. Oh, uh, <laughs> Wait, get this oh my goodness. People danced, horse played, jumped, Whoa. drank, and played football. Yes, football in the living room. <laughs> but I li- listen to the list of things. Dance, horse played. Horse played. Which, oh, yes. <laughs> You stop your horse play in the, not in the house. <laughs> Jump. You'll put that vase down, Jenny. You'll put that vase down. Your grandmother got you that vase. No horse play. <laughs> okay. Danced. Danced is normal. Horse played. Jumped. Just jumping. <laughs> just you jumping, ever been in a guys? party and you're just jumping? <laughs> not as a portion of dancing or horse play. Or playing a football game, but just jumping up and down. Just jumping. And then they played football. Anyway, those are three sentences <laughs> that will get you used to the heroine's voice in this book. A lot of a lot of ruckus and a lot of like <laughs> We had the same yes. thing okay. in Shades of Vampires where it was like football was, he not was meant the, to a game that appealed to me, oh, it was not right. the. Oh, I don't remember what it was. Anyway, it was something like that. It was just like, just saying, I don't like football. That's what sixteen right. say. Anyway, right? Yep. Okay. So, ah, um, basically, at it. this party, <laughs> what was it? What was it? Tell football me. Football was not my most favorite of games. That's like That's what are what you? It was. Sixty? I know. Okay. I know. All right. Sorry. Moving on. Later on, I have a note in here that's like, everything was fine until the subject of him came up. Ugh. And I'm just like, say it was fine until she started talking about him. Yeah. God. You're 16. It's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of passive language mm-hmm. also. Like, it's the combination of them not really sounding like teenagers mm-hmm. and passive language on the page that I'm just like, get your ubs out of here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. So here's what happens at the party, you guys. She has the audacity to try to go to a high school party. Her bully and his sidekick try to step in she finds out that her keys are no longer in the bowl when she wants to leave they have thrown her keys to the bottom of the pool so she jumps into the pool grabs her keys and she's like trying to fight back and you know like be a like not be a mouse about it anymore and then his sidekick says something fresh and so she punches him right in the schnocker and fucks off and then she leaves for france for a year (laughs) this doesn't pose well bode well because i definitely missed the punch what? Yeah, I know. Several times in the book, <laughs> they refer to how that character has like a crooked nose or whatever, and it's her fault. I'm like, man, when are they going to tell this nose story? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. So then, chapter one, she comes back from France, from her year in from France. 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 She's been wearing a beret and eating baguette. <laughs> no, and, she uh, hasn't been eating baguette. <laughs> no, she has not. She comes back um, hot and no one can explain why. Everybody's like, ooh, you're hot now that you came back from France. Well, yeah. And she's like, I look the same. I just kept running while I was in France because I didn't want to lose my cross-country spot right. for senior but year. that's a maintaining thing. I don't. No, I know. I have she, no idea. And she says that. Yeah. 
it's never explained in the book, but I think like all of a sudden people just think she's more like worldly and European or whatever. Um, I guess she comes back with an air of mystery because they forgot that she was a mouse who always got bullied and had like crazy rumors or whatever, Mm -hmm. because that's part of the thing. You guys, the bully has been spreading rumors around her to make sure that boys don't ask her out. So, oh, also here's, here's a setup for you. You guys, the dad, her mom is dead. Rest in peace. The dad is in Germany Germany. for three months. And he's just like, all right, 17-year-old daughter, Yeah, you just live in your house now. Yeah. You just live in your house. At some point in the book, he's like, I don't even know the laws surrounding this. He does. And I think the author put that in to be like, I don't even know the laws surrounding this. (laughs) Penelope was like. By BT dubs, guys. Uh, I don't even know the laws surrounding this. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, they take pains to set up that her grandmother lives like two hours away mm-hmm. but has to take care of her sick sister or something. And I'm like, she has a best friend. Yeah. You can't just set up like, it's the weirdest thing. No, anyway. We needed her alone in that house. We, with those she's got to be alone. French doors. <laughs> Bing, boom, bong. <laughs> Those French doors in her bedroom. French doors. Oh my gosh. Oh. Like night one, there's a storm and she oh. and her French doors crash. They blow Boom. open. Rain. And it's, <gasps> it's so refreshing on against her, her skin on her French doors. But camisole. She goes to the French doors uh-huh. and she can see her bully, Jared's house next oh. door in the French doors faces. And he's like house. lounging on his window. You guys the number of times the words French doors <laughs> appear in this book is like crazy. Like just is a so imagine many. the number of times where you think that a heroine living in a house that contains French doors might say the words French doors <laughs> and multiply it by like, I don't know, 55. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do a I'm going to do a search and I'm going to tell you. Continue. <laughs> I think it's 16. Did you do it? I did do it. That's so much times. It sounds low, but it is a lot of times. (laughs) It's so many times. It's like any time she's in her room, the French doors are swinging open or she's closing the curtain. She has a sex dream that involves her fucking French doors. Sex dream. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. Also, who are you that you are 16 years old and you live in a bedroom with French fucking doors? Is this Peter Pan? I think so. Oh, my God. No, and her dad is always at the ball, but she has no nanny. Yeah. Where is the fucking sheepdog? Not even the sheepdog, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice the part where she talks about how her house boasts hardwood floors? Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you noticed it. All right, all right, moving on. Okay. Sixteen years old, you turn to your friend and you're like, "Listen, no. we can dye my, my hair house. right out here in the living room because this house boasts dark hardwood <laughs> floors. So don't you even worry about this hair dye. We can mop it up off the very boastful hardwood floors." <laughs> <laughs> These floors that my house is so proud of. It talks about it all the oh. time. <laughs> so those French doors. Up. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> we can move into the plot of the book. <laughs> okay. Okay, you guys. So there's a storm coming, and she is done video chatting with her now German dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
how that works, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, father. <laughs> now you're German. Um, okay. So. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, German HBs. <laughs> yeah. Tabby, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I I forget that there's there's another HP that's just very active in the cult lately. Who's German? I can't remember her name right now. We're sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. She sees her neighbor, and he like actually nothing happens in this chapter. She sees his super douchey car with a super douchey racing stripe, and uh, it goes into his garage. Then she sees him in his room. He sees her and stiffens, and Not she thinks penisly, that she's just. but probably also looking back we don't know that yet and she thinks to herself that she's not going to be bothered by his shit anymore okay so then she's unpacking with her friend kc and learns that jared's been racing down at the loop now here's here's the backstory you guys jared has been bffs with her since she was like i think i don't know fucking 10 or something and uh, they used to work on her dad's car with him together mm-hmm. and they always dreamed about racing a car together at the loop yeah her dad taught them both how to drive too and to drive stick right yes mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden something happened after the summer they turned 14 and he did not want anything to do with her anymore he was super mean and then he started all these rumors about her and she didn't have a best friend anymore so she has gone off to France and has come back and is now like, maybe it'll be different now. Maybe he's like forgotten that he needs to bully me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Casey says that this foreplay between them needs to, to needs to like come to a head. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. What kind of 16 year old looks at another one? 17. I'm sorry. They're 17. Yeah. And it is like, no, you know that this foreplay well, between you right. two. I'm sorry. She's 16 in the in the first the start. Yeah. Yes. Because I remember because he comes up behind her and she's like, "Jared, my bully is behind me." And I'm like, "What is this guy even doing wrong? He's just standing there like pouring a drink." And she's like, "God, I hate him. Fuck this guy." Yeah. And she's like, "It make he makes me want to do things with the ice cubes that God never meant a 16-year-old girl to do." And I'm like, "What? What? Put him up your vagine?" Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Stick them on your nips? Like, I don't know what. I don't know. Yeah, and then why would you do that? I've Listen, if somebody's mean to you at school, your first thought is never like, maybe I'll put this ice on my nips and see what he does. Like, no, (laughs) that's not a thought that you have. Anyway, that's how I remember she was 16, because that was the weirdest. Also, when you're 16, you don't think about your 16-year-old body ever. I don't. I never did. No. No. Anyway, I did. Now she's 17. Okay, so she's 17 now. Yes. And then, um, okay, so we find out through this whole thing, oh, because she protests too much to the whole foreplay thing, and Casey's like, no, I mean, like, the foreplay of your fighting, like, you guys need to just, like, fight it out or whatever. And I'm like, that's also not a thing, Casey. So part of the pranks that he's done to her include, but it's not limited to, telling the whole school that she has IBS and sending an entire case of yeast infection cream to her in math class. (laughs) Which I don't even know if that's possible. What? First of all, I don't think it's possible. Second of all, how is that a thing that other kids would be like, oh man, I can't believe you accidentally got your yeast infection cream sent to you at school. Like, of course everyone would know that that's a prank, right? Yeah, like, like, nobody's going to do and that. And also, I don't think that, like, I don't think you can mail stuff to students at school. Like, the only time no. I think you can get a delivery at school is, like, Valentine's Day. I don't think that, and even and then, if anything, it would be in the like print. It would stay in the main office, yes. and they would be like, 
Tatum, please come down to the office to get your giant vat of yeast infection cream. Exactly. <laughs> I had one time where I got a Valentine's Day something something sent to me at the high school, and I definitely got called down to the principal's office to retrieve it. It's not a thing, guys. Yeah. Okay, let me just read you what Casey says, shall I? Yeah. She goes, oh, no, Tate, I don't think he's engaging in sexual foreplay. I think he really does hate you. What I'm saying is, isn't it about time you fought back, played the game? If he pushes you, push back. I tried to let her words sing it, sink in, but she continued. Tate, guys aren't mean to attractive girls for no reason at uh. all. In fact, most teenage guys' energy is for the sole purpose of getting laid. They don't want to diminish their options. So they're rarely mad at any girl, unless she's betrayed them, of course. Oh, my God. So, like, first of all, so now we know no that 16 year old on the planet. fuck has betrayed him. <laughs> somehow. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. Somehow. But also, like, that just doesn't sound like a person, let alone a 17 year old. Anyway, so she's like, I didn't do anything wrong. And they talk about, like, maybe having a boy over, having a party or whatever, but she's a goody-goody who's nervous because she respects her dad too much. Okay. What? What? What is so funny over there? There's a man walking down our street just carrying a bundle of wires that's so large. It's like it's like larger than his torso, and I don't know why. What? It's like 6 a.m. Why are you walking down the street carrying what looks to be like a 50-pound ball of wires? What is your life? <laughs> what went wrong for this man? <laughs> what went wrong for this All right, man? He's done now. All, All right. right. Apparently he's out of view, so Aaron can <laughs> focus. He's so tangled. He's never going to get so Okay. All right. I'm back. Maybe he can just melt them down. It's fine. Maybe. I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. Okay. So cut to Jared's having a Friday night party. <laughs> And this little old lady next door needs to be up in the morning for running. Yeah. So she's like, this time I'm going to take the bull by the horns and I'm going to ask him to turn down his music. So she's in her sleep shorts, you guys, and her teeny tiny little camisole. And so she puts on a hoodie and she goes over and she runs into the sidekick that she punched a while ago. Maddox. FYI, Aaron. Yeah. M- yeah. Maddock. Ma- uh, actually, it's got to be his last name, right? I don't fucking know. It never says. And the I for the first third of this book, I was calling him Madoc because <laughs> I'm a dumbass. And like then, Milady? And then, Madoc? Apparently. Madoctor? Madoc. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I checked myself and it was it was fine. So anyway, this is where we get our first glimpse of the absolutely mind- irking i don't even know like my mind, mind is so angry about it that i don't have a descriptor for it mind irking all of the rampant slut shaming she walks into this party and her inner monologue is people dance in the living room or some rather slutty looking girls let themselves get dry humped yeah she's like getting dry on, humped bro. is the best like what's your fucking problem That's- tatum yeah, it's uh so anyway. I just feel like in high school, like you wouldn't be like, ew, somebody let herself get dry humped. That's not a thing. No. You're just like, oh, oh they're, they're dancing. T- I don't know. Wouldn't you? I would hope so. Yeah. Anyway, she goes over and his um his BFF Matic says that he's busy having sex with a girl called Piper upstairs. Yeah. But the way that they they're like 
this guy is described like a king. Who, Jared or Maddox? Yeah, Jared. And, like, Maddox, like, his henchman. And yeah, what's her fuck? Tate walks in and he's like, he's already got a girl, so he doesn't need you. It's like, it's like a girl must be provided to King Jared every evening. And then, like, the henchmen stand guard to make sure no other thirsty bitches go in there trying to get on him. (laughs) Like, that's what it is. And he doesn't ever have sex with any of them ever again. He must have a fresh new lady every evening right gross yeah that's that's literally what it's no, like that, that is yeah so so then he does this really gross grope and he's like man you're looking super good in those sleep shorts and he says "Ugh." he doesn't understand what's up with her and she finds out that he and jared have been sabotaging her whole high school career to get boys to not like her yes and so then jared comes down and do you want to know what he looks like, I guess? Oh, yeah. I was about to bing, boom, bong, bird click you. Yeah. All right. Even with my resentment towards Jared, I couldn't look away from the way the muscles in his smooth chest stretched with his arms. My body involuntarily reacted as heat gathered below my belly and steamed, steam moved up my neck. He stood half naked, wearing only a pair of black pants featuring a wallet chain hanging from his pocket. Woof. His skin was tanned and his hair was shamelessly mussed. His two tattoos blazed, one on his upper arm and one on the side of his torso. His deep blue and white checkered boxers peeked out of the top of his pants, which hung loose due to the unfastened belt looped around his waist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I uh, just... Let's break this down, shall we? Let's! All right. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. The first thing we notice is we've got mm. Jared here. In, like, some state of under... He couldn't bother to buckle up his pants. He couldn't fix his hair. Yeah. He couldn't he throw a shirt on. He pulled out of Piper. Okay. And, like, walked out of the room. But Piper totally put... Piper, polished, Piper dress has on, her heels back on. Heels back on. She's buckled up those strappy heels. She's ready to Boy, go. Boy, has she? Makeup. Flawless. What's Jared's fucking problem? That's number... A number one. That's right. Point number two. Wallet chain. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Wallet this. Wallet chain. Let's break this down. 2013. 13. Yeah. Wallet chain. I really want there to be flames on his wallet. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There, like, there are, I think there's just gotta be. There are 100% <gasps> flames on his wallet. 100% <laughs> that tattoo on his side is also flame-like. Oh, God. It's gotta Let's be. Let's talk yeah. about the tattoos. Uh, two mm. tattoos at 17? Yeah. 17. Two tattoos. Yep. One is a lantern, and one is like a scripty situation. Ugh. Yeah. Guys, bird chirp. Don't get fucking tattoos before you're, I don't know, 35. Yeah, before your, like, frontal lobe is fully, fully developed. What's that, like 26 or something like that? It's gotta be like 26. It's just like, listen, (laughs) if there, in my, at least in my high school, if there was a man with two tattoos, and by man I mean child, that was a red flag. No, no yeah. one in high school looked at other high schoolers and was like, ooh, a tattoo. Because it was more like an indication that something's very wrong in that person's life. Yes, <laughs> They have two absolutely. tattoos by the time they're 17. Or the quality was so terrible oh, yeah. that you were just like, oh, no. But this kid's 35. Like, he has a motorcycle. You guys, he has a motorcycle. A motorcycle. He really is. No, he's like a 35-year-old, like, washed-up mechanic. Even the way he talks a lot of times. Oh, yeah. 
like no 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 he's like a 35 year old washed up crime boss is really a (laughs) more apt way to put it all right so then we we get another girl on girl crime situation piper comes out and she's trying to get his attention and she's like you know putting her body up on him yeah and she thinks to herself our heroine the girl i'm supposed to root for Uh thinks to herself no wonder guys acted like jerks girls like that let them get your whole face out of here tatum i can't with you i don't i won't i can't and i won't okay he takes her into another room and she asks him to turn on the music and he's like it's friday night and if you get rid of my entertainment by breaking up my party then i'm gonna need you to give me a lap dance to provide me with more entertainment all right here here's the part of the book that i started listening to on audio um 2x oh right Oh, I believe all right. in this. The problem with audio is that you can't take notes in sound. You can't take sound notes. Mm. I can say things out loud yeah, sure, like sure. WTF, but it doesn't get um, recorded <laughs> in any manner. There was a time where I yelled, what? In this book out loud. <laughs> but I believe he says something like, you can't take my party. I love my party. Or like, I like my party. <laughs> but like singular. And I thought that was yeah. very weird. That's yeah. the end of that story. All right. So then this is the one of the first times that we get him being a douche and her being like, ooh, it's kind of working for me because she has to remind herself that she hates him, which is fine. I get the trope. Fine. Sure. And then instead of doing that, however, she shouts cops to everybody and makes them scurry out of there. And he tells her that he's going to have her in tears in no time. What? It's such a dick. It's really It's weird. like a super villain. Yes. And especially since, you know, ha, 60% of the way through the book, he just turns a complete 180. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. His dialogue is very old, like Lex Luthor super villain. Like, I'm going to make yes. you cry. Like, I, I don't know. He's a washed up crime yeah. boss. And the, the only time where the only line that he says in this book that made, it was in here, I think that made him sound like a high schooler to me was he like started playing pool and she's like, I need to turn your music down. Cause I'm in check me. And he looks up and he's like, right. Sorry, were you still talking? And I was like, that's very high. School. Yeah. But the only yeah, other, that's, fine. That, that's the only time that he sounds like a high schooler. Everything else is like, I'm going to get you and you're going to be sad. And like, it's yeah. really weird. Like I'm going to have you in tears in no time. That's so weird. And I mean, this is also pretty high school. She uses her middle finger to wipe away a fake tear and says, that's the last tear you're ever going to get out of me. Um, (laughs) I think that's also (laughs) the most unbelievable thing. (laughs) Oh, maybe, maybe. I just like the gesture. You know what I mean? It's like a snarky gesture. That's the last tear you're ever going to get. I don't know. I could see it in a high school movie. I couldn't see it in an actual high school. (laughs) Yeah, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, so then... She goes back to school and everyone is noticing her and Casey is like, maybe Jared's not going to be so bad this year because he seemed a little bit nicer when you were gone. Although apparently he had like a flame out as soon as she left and she starts thinking like, "Ooh, I wonder what impacted him. Oh, and a super hot football called Ben holds the door for her. Oh, yeah. Football Ben. Football Ben. Yeah, he's a dummy. He's a dummy. But he'd get the job done if you let him, yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, he turns out to be a little bit yeah. of a jerk, but Football Ben. Yeah, Football Ben at first is uh, is real promising. Yeah. Okay, so at lunch, oh my God, and now this. So this is supposed to be her best friend, right? Casey is the worst. 
she texts Casey and she's like, see you outside for lunch. I texted Casey too windy. She shot back. And then in like italics, she goes always about the hair. It's like what she thinks. And I want to be like, fuck you, man. Like maybe she doesn't want to get hair in her mouth every time she takes a bite or like chase napkins around. Like, why do you have to be so fucking judgmental and come to these conclusions about vain women? Like, it's like always her first thing. Yeah. They're slutty or they're vain or they're shallow or they're stupid. Just like fuck off Tate. That's the problem. Like any one of these statements (gasps) taken alone, I think isn't that bad. It's fine, but you just get, it's just a barrage. All the time, you guys, like even the thought about Piper is like, you know, these, the, the girls are like letting these guys treat them like trash. And so they think that they can. I mean, that's, that's a sucky line, but alone, I don't think it would have been like extremely upsetting. But the problem is there's like 300 of those in this book. It's constant. I don't understand how numbers work. Um, But 16 (laughs) would be a lot. Because, but it feels like 300, you guys. Have I ever wanted to go outside? My friend was like, no, my hair. And I thought this bitch with her hair all the time. Probably. Sure. But all she ever thinks about is these bitches with their hair. You know, like it's all the time. Yes. Okay. So... Matic approaches her in the cafeteria and uh, taunts her, and then he does this grope yeah. and like puts his mouth on her neck. There are so there are at least two, there are three instances I think of like a taunting sexual assault mm-hmm. or an almost sexual assault by people who are not the hero. Mm-hmm. And then and there's like some two questionable that are stuff like with the hero, hero does too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's just, I'm just exhausted. I'm just exhausted. So I will, I will make sure that the next book we read yeah. contains zero rapes for you. I promise you that. Thank you. I, I just need like a Josh and Hazel or something. I, you know, I really wanted to read next um, "Desperate Measures" by Katie Robert, but I will push it down a little bit because I know I would like for you to do <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> I need a breather. Because I know bitches. we might need a little bit of a breather before we read about Jafar taking Jasmine and putting her in a cage. So Yeah. Like I know it's gonna be hot. Yeah, I know gonna it's gonna hot, have all the consent boners in the world a, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I need something fucking frothy. Yes. Thank you. Okay. okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Okay. So she knees him in the balls and then like hits the ground and she shouts at him on the ground, which is like all is fine. Okay. All that's fine. Yes. And uh, she finds out later that Jared and Maddox covered for her with the dean, so she's not going to get in trouble about that. Right. Oh, and then, and then, <laughs> some bitch who doesn't matter, Macy, I think, whispers, you know, a lot of girls were happy about that scene in the lunchroom. Maddox slept with half the senior class, not to mention some of the juniors. He deserved what he what got. What does that mean? Was he mean what to them? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I thought that was Did odd, Did he too. rape them? Yeah. Is he raping all of them? Because, like, yes, then he would deserve what he got. If he's just a charming guy who likes having sex with girls one time and one time only, right? that's not a reason to drop someone in the nuts. Like, that's not a reason. Is he giving them false promises? Is he... uh, It's not explained. It sounds like he has quite the reputation and women keep choosing to sleep with him. So, like... What does he deserve, you assholes? I just, you know what? It's, you know what bothers me? It's another slut shaming thing. It's just one more instance of slut shaming that I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm just over it. Having sex does not make you a bad person, everyone. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I think the HBs know that. Do yeah, they? I think so. Props. Props. Okay. Okay. So then she's showering after cross country. She takes a little bit longer than everybody else. So most people are dressed by the time she gets out in her towel. And then Jared ominously comes in and is like, everybody out. Tate stays. What? Into the Can girls' you locker imagine room. Imagine the situation where a 16 year old boy, 17 year old boy, walks into a girls' locker room and is like, all of you half naked ladies, get out of here. Yeah. This one yeah. stays. I would have been like, fuck you, Trey. Yeah, and it this works. Is my yeah. domain. Yeah. Fuck you. I will not leave this vulnerable person Travis, just because you told me to. Connor. Yeah. Like, getting out of here. Josh. Josh. That's a fucking Lulina. You're not doing that. Like, what? Then all of them just like scurry out like little cockroaches. Yeah, he is, Fuck that. He's a king. He is the king of He's the school. He's not a mob boss. I don't understand. The motorcycle is the thing that just really blows my mind. Did anyone in yeah, your high school have a motorcycle? Not a single fucking person. They had dirt bikes. Yeah, sure, sure, but sure, sure. That, or four wheelers. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Not a motorcycle, motorcycle and a fucking Mustang and two tattoos. No. And the house. Where does he get no his money? His mom is an alcoholic. Yeah. He has a single oh my God. absentee That's mother. Bing boom bong. Yes. So I Bing was going to wait until we started bong. talking about his family, but his mom <laughs> is like, what uh, was for some time a functioning alcoholic and then became a non-functioning alcoholic. Not that there sure. is such yeah. a thing. I'm just using, you get, you get it. She was able to like yeah. maintain a job for a while, but then she wasn't. Um, and then his dad is completely absent. Except for the time you visited him in fourth grade and something very nefarious happened there. Right. So he lives next to... A house with French doors and boastful hardwood floors. French doors that <laughs> boasts is so happy about its hardwood floors. And has a and bus next tank to, wait, wait, wait. and a fucking motorcycle and uh, tattoos. And like, I'm just like, what is this kid? Where? Anyway, sorry. No, and, like, wait, before that, though, like, the socioeconomic differences between these two. He lives next door mm -hmm. to a guy who, like, is, I think he's, like, a scientist who's currently on assignment in Germany or some mm -hmm. shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he is an international scientist mm -hmm. with uh, <laughs> this really nice house. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, this motherfucker has like <laughs> I can't, I can't. Okay, all right. <laughs> meanwhile, this motherfucker has this like meth head for a dad who's never yeah. been around, and a a not functioning alcoholic mother who somehow manages to pay the rent or I I dare I say mortgage. I cannot imagine this woman owns. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, what kind of inheritance were they working off of before she drowned herself in the bottle? Where is he getting this money to not only keep the really nice house in a super good neighborhood, right. but also pay for all that? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Maybe he's actually the owner of the loop. I don't know. Because there's some weird shit that oh, happens. Oh, I can't wait for the loop. With, with his, like, loop I can't wait I for the loop. I can't. I can't. This house has a pool table as well. Period. Yes. I just wanted to add that. There's a pool table. Anyone who in you his house with a pool table and a pool, I think, in the backyard? Yeah. Question mark. I don't know. Oh, yeah, there is a pool in the backyard, and I think they maintain an arborist for that tree in between they do. them. Yeah, there's a mm -hmm. like where the fuck is all this money? What is an arborist? 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought we were saying questions that we've recently had. What? <laughs> Is that the guy that trumps okay. the trees? Trees are us guy? I feel like that, that guy, Wally, he has good work, and I'm sure that's a great job. I don't I don't think he has a title like Arborist. I think he's just like... I think he does. I think he's just like tree trim, dude. Stump, stumps removal. Todd. Stumps removal Todd. Stump yeah, Todd. I think that's Arborist. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Carry okay. on. I'll be Googling stump removal Todd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, I'm just going to read you what he says to her as he's backing. So, she's in a towel. She's naked in a towel. <laughs> what, Aaron? Arborist with Aaron. You're right. Is <laughs> You're right. And when you Google it in the dictionary, <laughs> when you Google the dictionary for it, the definition is tree surgeon. Tree surgeon. Oh, tree surgeon. They are very exacting, those arborists. Um, apparently, yeah, and all, all the tree stump Todd people also come up, so I think they are. are I'm sorry, I you thought that was more of an unskilled... Not unskilled, but I thought that was more of a manual labor job. Maybe they have to know about trees. You got Aaron. You have besmirched the name of Tree Stump Todd, and so. I'm really upset about it. I, I think it would be a great job <laughs> to be a tree stumper. I just didn't know. You basically have to know how to like rock climb too, because you got to use those carabiner yeah, nonsense to know. Like it's like a whole how thing. To cut the tree so the tree doesn't die and stuff. I'm sorry, everybody. And you need to know how to cut trees so that you don't bash houses to death. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty easy. You don't cut anything <laughs> that's over the house. <laughs> Until it is over the house. And then what do you do, Aaron? Net. Hmm? Net. <laughs> <laughs> can, we just not, can we just stop reading this book and just chill? <laughs> Please. I hate this book. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I will say, I found this book to be begrudgingly super sexy. A little bit. And I hated myself for it. I hated myself for it. Yeah. Because he's also an amoeba. He is a fetus. Okay. Oh, oh. Age-wise. I was going to say, he's got, he's not, he's not squishy. He's very hard all the time. No. No, he's super yeah, hard. Also. Stiff as a board. Who in high school did you know that was like built with a fucking six pack too? Like, no one. Only the people who got held back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Steve Holt. <laughs> Only the 20-year-old. Steve Holt. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to say the name of my guy. Oh, that's the guy from Arrested Development, Steve Holt. Steve Holt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, wait. So, oh, no. Yes. Aaron, stop I'm... it. I am reading to okay. you. God damn it. Arborist, arborist, arborist. So, <laughs> I'm just really proud of myself that I knew the technical term I'm for something. I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't know what a tree surgeon was until this day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... He's got her backed up into a corner. She's naked in a towel. He, I think he's got like his arms caging her in. It's like a whole thing. Wait, where are they? He's got his What's face right up. In what? They're in the goddamn girls' locker oh, right. room. Everyone we're is scurried. Like guys, we're in the girls' locker room. Yes. So he goes, you sabotaged my party last week and you assaulted my friend twice. Are you actually trying to assert some force in this school, Tatum? He's the king. I think it's about time, don't you? 
surprising myself. I blink. On the contrary, he said, leaning his shoulder into the lockers and crossing his arms. I've moved on to more interesting pastimes than punking you, believe it or not. It's been a very peaceful year without your smug, I'm too good for everyone else fucking face around these halls. What? Yeah. What is this? That guy? is his villain monologue. He's a super villain. What? He's a 43 year old crime boss. He's call- he calls her names too. He's like, God, you're such a fucking bitch, Tatum. Like, constantly. Oh, I'll get to yeah. that. Yeah. <sighs> so she, he's super intimidating her. She says, don't touch me. And then he goes, if I ever lay my, lay my hands on you, he said, low and husky, you'll want it. He brought his lips even closer. The heat of his breath covered my face. Do you? Want it, I mean? So she doesn't answer, and they go back and forth um, with her inner monologue talking about how dangerous and sexy he is. Yeah, I mean, bird click, it was, that was pretty hot. I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, bird, yeah, bird, bird click, click, it was hot. <laughs> uh, when, he, <laughs> when he leaned in and he was like, do you want it? I was like, yeah, kind of. I do. I yeah. kind of... You can get it, you know, but... You know, I just I don't to want to towel. want it, but I, I do <sighs> acknowledge that yes, yes, I do. I mean, yeah, but but, but that's also because at that point I was picturing yeah. a man with salt and pepper I in want his the hair. Thirty-five-year-old you know? version of that. Yeah, salt and pepper in his hair. No, no, no Melody. He has salt and pepper hair. <laughs> we don't need to bring spices into <laughs> oh my love life. That's Thank your you. limit. <laughs> You salt and pepper your bathtub. Why not your sex life? <laughs> okay. So then a teacher sees them. And all of her teammates are also huddling around taking pictures of them. And then it's all around school. Everybody's saying that she screwed him in the locker room. And then her inner monologue says, I'd been called a bitch before. And it didn't hurt the way being called oh, a slut no. did. Being a bitch could be a survival <sighs> technique. They get respect. There was no honor in people thinking you were a slut. I know where I was when I heard that line. I was standing in front of my sink and I was getting dishes put in the dishwasher and I paused and I thought, oh no. Oh no. That's at least 30 minutes of the podcast. Just that line. (laughs) All right, Melody. Is there honor in... Where were you when you heard that fucking line is there honor <laughs> Let it in being go called down a slut melody in history it is so goddamn <laughs> honorable it is about people making their own empowered fucking choices uh-huh. with their body god uh-huh. damn it that is one of the the if And you know what? Not being a slut is also an honorable position because that is also about you making empowered choices with your fucking body. And if we could all just decide to stop tearing each other down, the world would be such a better place for all of us ladies. And so now that my head is not on fire anymore, we can move on to something else. I left to get more coffee. Are you done? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <I'm so> <laughs> all right <laughs> okay i am so she accidentally transfers into the same class as jared whoops it is a themes in literature 
and movies class or something. They just call it themes. Themes is what they call it. That's right. That's very high school. Yeah. Yeah. Homework for themes. Yeah. What's going on in themes? <laughs> so football sits next to her and they oh, flirt. Football. Oh, football. They end up being paired up together for some discussions, both both she and football and she and Jared. In this class, you need four partners and the teacher is going to alternate which partner you have. You need a north, south, east, and west partner. None of that makes any logical sense. She nope. could have just said pick four people, right? Why do we need to use a compass? She wanted a situation where Jared was her north and she was Jared's north. I know. But- I know it's supposed to be metaphorical or whatever, except that it never fucking comes. No, she picks football for her east. And then just I honestly, this is like how the sentence goes. And then like some bitches were my west and south. And then like, I didn't have a north. And then she's like, teacher, I don't have a north. I need to find my true north teacher. No, that's actually not what happens. She accidentally makes a stupid innuendo, (laughs) which she doesn't notice. And she's like, Teacher, is there oh. any way that I can get make a threesome yeah. with two other people? And everybody's like, snicker, 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 you're a slut. And she's like, oh, there's no honor in being a slut. Oh, and then it. my head exploded again. Yeah. You know what I think it makes me really mad is just because being I was Michael's true north in our vows. And how dare, oh. how dare mm. everyone, how dare everyone. Okay. Also, to the point, they also get assigned a monologue and an essay. Mm -hmm. It is supposed to be a monologue from a book or a film. So, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And then, she's video chatting with her dad because we have to be reminded that he is German now. Okay. That's really the only reason. Vater. (laughs) Vater. Guten Morgen. Guten Nacht. Um, Okay. So Ben daughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bratwurst is the only other thing I can say. Sorry. Back on track. Casey comes over and they see Jared working on his car next door. This is important because A, we find out Casey 10 out of 10 wood bone. Ugh. B, Jared's racing at the loop when that was their dream together. Yeah. C, Casey and her boyfriend seem to be drifting apart. And then... She also says that Jared got moodier when Tate left for France. That's when we find that out. Yeah. Casey is like very defensive of Jared, which is very weird in a best friendship. If like if a guy had done all this shit to you, I would never be like, oh, my God. But his abs, though, am I right? I I may be like, I hate how he has stupid fucking abs. Like, I hate how he makes me look at his abs sometimes by having them. But I would never be like, give him a break. Abs. Am I right? Maybe you should smooch him because of abs. Or maybe I should smooch him because of abs. Wait a minute. I should smooch him. I'm a terrible friend and I will at the loop. Oh Oh my God. Okay. So Friday, there's another party. And this time she sneaks over, turns off all of his power at the circuit breaker and locks it shut, which honestly is kind of an awesome move. It's Yes. It's super illegal. Don't do that. Yes. It's like of the breaking and entering variety. I think I'm not a lawyer. And uh, mm. so she's super pleased with herself. Burglary. But then, yeah, what did she steal? She didn't you don't steal need his to steal power. something she just... for a burglary. You just God, need to commit a felony therein. Interesting. Burglaries huh. with Aaron. Bing boom bum. She did enter the Blair curtilage. Times with Aaron. Blair's like so excited right now. So is Kelly for the first time in this podcast. <laughs> Kelly's perking up a little bit. Uh, curtilage, ladies. Curtilage. All right. So he breaks into her house. 
and she picks up a baseball bat. He takes the baseball bat away from her. He is shirtless again because I think he just pulled out of Piper again. I don't know that for a fact. He needs a new cow every night. And by cow, I mean lady. I mean that movie that's about the cows. Sorry, I'm not calling ladies cows. It's a movie that has Ashley Judd in it. What's up? Yeah, Ashley Judd's in that one. That's right. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. About cows. Mm -hmm. Someone like you. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's That's the the one. one. There we go. Yes. Well, except that, remember, we find out later that I think he has Piper for more than one time because Because of of the the vendetta. of the loop. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah. So he backs her up into the place. Throughout this squabble, he's really scary. He's breathing really hard. He's looking at her lips. He tells her that they're not friends because she was clingy and a nuisance. What 17-year-old uses the word nuisance? Yes. And then he says that uh, he underestimated her and asks if she's cried yet. And then he tells her that she'll just have to cry harder. And she realizes her Jared is gone. And my note is, right now? Yeah, just now? (laughs) It wasn't when he put all the flyers for genital warts all over your locker? Yeah. Yeah. I don't right right now is when it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now Tate is bathing, sunbathing. She's bathing. She's sunbathing in her backyard. Casey comes over crying. We find out that Jared asked Casey if she would accompany him to the loop. To the loop. <laughs> the loop. Near near scream. Bang bang. Um, and. Uh, yeah, oh, and then of course, her phrasing for this, god damn it, it's not that Liam was cheating on her. It says, I saw him leaning against his car with a really sexy looking girl in super slutty clothes. God damn it. <laughs> so then Tate's like, well, obviously. I like how you just have this what? moment of like, do I? I, just, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I'm just not gonna. It just speaks for itself. I feel like your point so, has been made. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Te- literature like this still exists. So does there. it? Has it been made, Erin? Well, yeah. People still yeah. think things like this. I have been on the internet outside of the cult. Oh. Okay. Congratulations. I didn't think you were yeah, doing that I'm, these days. I'm probably going to stop <laughs> it again, but. <laughs> okay. So Tate's like. You realize that Jared orchestrated this, right? Like he randomly reaches out to you mm-hmm. to go to the loop and you see like you just what happened to see your BF. Yeah. And Casey defends lady. him and basically says that she basically says that Tate is paranoid, which like Casey, how dare you gaslight your best friend how dare you? after all of the other stuff that's already happened. He figured out how to mail yeast infection cream to a high school. Yeah. He's a he's a he's genius. He knows yeah. how to do things. Okay. She hears Jared's dog in the backyard. Used to be a co-owned dog, essentially. Between the two of them. It was a stray they found. Yeah. Madman. It's a little doggo. Yeah, it's a little like Boston Terrier or something. Oh, fucking adorable. Yeah. And she peeps through the fence. And she, because she hears the dog. Oh, madman. she sees him feeding the dog things. Yes. Yeah, madman's. And she sees some scars on Jared's back. Oh, it's supposed God. to make you love him like you love Jamie Fraser. It won't, though. It won't. And then, um, I'll just read you something. It says, son of a bitch. Why did it always have to take me a second or two to remember why I hated him? His shiny brown hair was a mess. So I loved that. His chocolate eyes glowed with confidence and mischief. Mm. I loved that. 
His toned arms and chest just made me wonder what his skin felt like. I loved that. Yeah. He made me forget how awful he was. I hated that. Yeah. So the dog gets to the fence and visits her for a minute. And then he's like, madman, get the fuck back over here. Stop being disloyal. Yeah, fair. (laughs) Visitation's over. Yeah. And then his mom is randomly around and invites her in for a chat. Mm -hmm. Basically, we find out why his mom is never around on the weekends. It's because she's chosen to spend time with her boyfriend instead of her son every single weekend. She's got a boyfriend in Chicago, so she can't come down to Downers Grove as often to spend time in their big fancy house. Sup, Downers Grove HBs. I know you're out there. (laughs) Big fancy Naperville houses. That's right. So she's in the city every weekend. Yeah. And it's... It's just like, I don't know, this was also a really judgy chapter. Yeah. I understand a little bit, but it's also... Here's what I, I want to know. Okay. So yeah. the mom comes out says, I want to visit with you, Tatum. Yes. And then they're like, yeah, let's all have a visit. And then he, she hears him get in his car and peel out because he doesn't want to have mm-hmm. a visit, I guess. And he's a dick. Mm-hmm. When she sees Casey, K-C, after the uh, electric cutting incident, she's like... yeah. What's his fuck told me that you cut his power? Does mom not know that she cut their power? Because mom seems to be like really nice. Well, she did not. Yeah, she doesn't know that. She didn't cut the power. Remember, she she cut the lock off of the breaker uh-huh. box, turned off all the things, and then locked oh, it with a different lock. I thought she. So all he had to do. I thought she like cut something. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. She just Sorry. locked the breaker with a lock. Speed, guys. He, that. <laughs> Yeah, he just didn't have access to the same key. Oh, so with okay, a pair of bolt okay, cutters, okay, he fixed right. it immediately. I thought she yeah, broke yeah, yeah. their house. Uh, same. Oh, no. Then yeah. she did. You guys, bing, boom, bong, no burglary here. I thought she broke oh, the good. house. Um, So I was like, uh-huh. why is mom not like super pissed at her? Because like every time yeah, one right. of my friends broke our house, my mom got very pissed. <laughs> <laughs> As she should. Yeah. <laughs> Don't break my fucking house. Don't break my house. That's right. So at school, Casey tells her that Jared's been texting her too to like follow up and see how she's doing after, after the, the breakup. breakup. And then Casey, she has no loyalty and this Hufflepuff will not stand for it. No. No. So Casey's like, you know, it seems like you're the bully now because you're like breaking up his parties and being all bitchy yeah. or whatever. Who's the real bully to like, And it's like, uh, yeah, Jared how is. dare you? Yeah. Right? He like gets in my face. It's like, you're a bitch and I'm going to make you cry. <laughs> he's the yeah. bully. But no, Aaron, he's not because the, because the sexiness. He has a sexy face. So it's okay, according to Casey. Also the scars. Yeah, he's no Jamie Fraser. Not my Jamie Fraser. Not my Jamie Fraser. That's right. He might have a J name, but he pales in comparison. (laughs) So different. All right, so Ben asks her out, and it's fine. And he kisses her at the end of the date, and she's like, I wish I felt more when he kissed me. It's like, Mm -hmm. fine. Then she's like, hey, Casey, I really want to talk to you. Like, can we come over? And Casey's like, oh, I have to work late. The problem, however, is she's that Tate is still. Bitch. Oh, yeah, she's in the same parking lot yeah. as Casey's movie theater, so a she watches this bitch. Lying bitch. <laughs> yes, she watches her her supposedly best friend get on the back of Jared's motorcycle and like hug up on him and drive away. And what does Tate think to herself? She thinks, "I hate that. What I'm mad about is the fact that she's wrapped around him." Mm-hmm. 
Which, like, is the correct response. Yes. You know what I mean? If like, that you is should definitely what you're mad judge about, yourself. you should be judgy right. of yourself. Yeah. And examine yeah, that You absolutely emotion. should. Sure. Right. Okay. So then. Okay. <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> then something else bonkers happened yeah. and it never comes back. Mm-hmm. She's at her house, back at her house, yeah. just angrily cleaning to try to stop thinking about her best friend betraying her. Right. Fine. Jared comes home, starts walking across his lawn. She opens her French doors in order French to see him better. Doors. <laughs> <laughs> and then these two like grown ass men get out of the car and start. Also, Penelope didn't give me a great idea about how far away these houses are from each other. One tree away. One tree away. And yet she can't hear Three giant grown humans screaming at each other from the front oh, yard. This, this thing. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Bird chirp. Kaka. Kaka. Click click click. Uh, this was the weirdest shit ever. I read in a book. I completely forgot about it. Oh my god. Okay, keep going. So she looks out of her French doors to I'm guessing French like 25 doors. feet away. <laughs> But but cannot hear three grown men having like a full on shouting match. They start throwing punches, and her response. Oh, they planted a gun in chapter one. We forgot to tell you about Did it. They? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, chapter two. Chapter two. That makes it a little bit better for me because I was like, all of a sudden, the fuck, this chick has a gun. <laughs> Yeah, she runs downstairs in like she's cleaning in underwear uh-huh. for some reason, which is not like weird on the face of it, except that like I think she just got home. Like, why aren't your pants still on? I don't know. So, Melanie, uh, Melanie, Melanie. Know. No. Yeah, 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 you're right. No. I remember the days before yeah, and kids it was and people yesterday. randomly stopping over to my <laughs> just yeah, you're right. If you're it's right. thirty seconds into me being home and my pants are still on, <laughs> it is I have guests or something. <laughs> Yeah, you're fair. Fair. The worst is when you cut, you get home and you immediately take off all your clothes, you know, yeah. like you do. And like then you do. a neighbor has seen you enter the house <laughs> and knocks on your door because they like need one time it was tin foil, one, you know, like whatever. They just <laughs> oh, want to no. say hey. Um, and then you have to be like, I'm completely naked, even though I just walked <laughs> into the house. And then you have to get all your shit back on. It's the worst. Yeah, we don't have a lot of curtains on our house, so I don't spend as much time in the buff as I used to. Oh, I anyway. do not care. I do not care. Well, I yeah, I used to not. I think it's also just like the kids. It's also that I don't wear real clothes anymore. Yeah. I don't have to leave my house, so I never am out of comfy clothes. I'm not just like always naked. I don't want that to be. Yeah, you the- are. No, no, you're I'm naked right not- now. I get that. Well, I always record <laughs> naked just as a gift to you. So that That's right. to keep your spirits up, you know, but uh-huh. Yeah. You can't no, I don't me mean that. I just you mean like me with eye candy. Yeah. I don't I don't want anyone to think I'm like a nudist or something <laughs> weird or like, you know, I sit on my furniture in the buff. That's gross. I don't do that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. So <sighs> I'm waiting. So she runs down your plot points she grabs- that you're so insistent on. Come on. <laughs> she grabs a gun, a gun out of like a side board somewhere mm-hmm. and leaves her house with the gun in her hand, just casually gripped. And by this point, Maddox has materialized somehow. 
and is punching up on the dudes. They're all punching. And she doesn't ever have to intervene. So she just slinks back to her house. They notice she's in her underwear. I think they say something lecherous about that. Maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) And then it never, we never find out why these men, we never find out why it's Jared's responsibility. Jared gets slashed in the bicep and like bleeds. He gets with a knife? With a, like a sear. It says that his black sweatshirt was noticeably soaked in blood. And it's black too. So it would have to be pretty bloody for that to be apparent to you from 20 feet yeah. away. She never talks about uh, the stitches when he's like rubbing up on her later on, when she's grabbing at his biceps. Never. No. It never comes back. I, I don't know who these men were. I don't know. I don't know what. Okay, good. I, I assume this Jared's would come character. back at the end of the book because I didn't no. get all the way to the end. Also, you're 17 years old. You're sitting in your house. Right. Your German yeah. international scientist father. <laughs> Has a has a firearm, and you see a fist fight with a knife happening outside of your home. You are safe. And you think I should sue somebody? Shoot somebody? Sue and shoot? Um, <laughs> no, but like, don't you think you call like nine one one or something? I I certainly unless would. you are like an expert marksman, you're not going to shoot somebody involved in a tussle, especially when like no. two people are people that you don't want to shoot. In the if you want to shoot everybody, yeah. maybe. They're, like, grappling on the yeah, ground. Yeah, what are you going to do, Tate? Also, she has, like, dreams of Columbia. You don't think that's going to show up on some sort of transcript? <laughs> she you know what I'm saying? Like, she's not sure if the safety is on. Figure oh out my God. whether the safety is on Tatum. I don't even know if she knows whether or not this gun has a safety. Is it loaded? Is it loaded? I don't know. All questions that I have. She described it All as a questions. pistol. And then she described yes. it as a Glock. I don't know. I just... I know. Which is not necessarily mutually exclusive, but I, I just feel like... No, but I feel like you should be specific. I think she doesn't know about you should guns know enough. enough to be grabbing one and running outside with it and not Thank not you. understanding where the safety is, that's all. Yeah, bing, boom, bong. Gun safety with us is incredibly important. Here's the thing. We are know two about ladies guns that know about put guns. put them the fuck down. Yes. We wouldn't grab one and run outside if we saw a fist fight. No. With 16-year-old to 17-year-old <laughs> boys. <laughs> No, I would not. And then this fight ends with what's his fuck, uh, hero toes is like, hey, mm-hmm. get I don't want to see you at the loop no more. Never again. Never fuckers. again be at the loop. You're banned at this place I don't own. I am the king what? of the high school and the loop. <laughs> also the loop. <laughs> the loop. Okay. So all right, so the next morning, she finds out that the grandma's going to stay for a week. It actually doesn't matter. None of it matters. None of it fucking matters. Then she see- okay, so now, now, I, and I am going to be upset about this for a reason that I think people are not going to understand. I don't care, though. Okay. She is up early at the school. She comes around a corner, and she sees Casey backed up to a corner, full on making out with Jared. Yeah. Like, Full on making out with Jared. Yeah. He's kissing up behind her ear. He's he's got his grope on. Yeah. She's she's giggling and like panting and sighing and stuff. Moaning. Moaning. <laughs> and I 
am actually not a person that really subscribes to like the girl rules. If I have a crush on somebody, you, you? shouldn't. Or like if I, Melanie? or if I ever, you know, stop it. If I ever dated someone, they're not like off limits to my friends now because people grow and change. You know what I mean? No, in fact, you would let us know uh, tips and pointers. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. I would be like, does he do that thing? Does what? Yeah. 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 Or does she, does she tales. rub right? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You should you should have a chat about this thing and that thing. Maybe yes. I'm just putting it out there. How, however, I am of the mind that if someone spent three years tormenting, systematically torturing my best friend and making her life an absolute living hell, that person is completely like not only off limits, but like. Never would it enter my brain mm-hmm. to even think that they could possibly be attractive. Yeah, it's not even to me. It, it is and it isn't like a loyalty issue, the friendship thing. I mean, that's that's one part of it. But the other thing is just like, what makes this person attractive to you? Yeah. If you love your friend, what, what possibility, yeah, how did that possibility even enter your brain? I know. That this was a romantic pursuit for you. I don't know. It's just right. very weird. And even if your friend like wasn't the person that this person was bullying, what about mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like later on he comes out with some nonsense. Like he tells her that obviously he did this thing to hurt her. There's a thing where he got arrested right after she left because he like assaulted somebody crazily because he was really upset that she left or whatever. Ooh. We call that bodyguarding. Do you not know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're so right. But he then, Piper ends up being the daughter of his arresting officer. What? And the only reason that he fucks Piper is because he he's getting back at his arresting officer. What? Yeah, that's the only reason he has any interest in Piper at all. What? He was using what? her to fuck over her dad. This guy is like... He is a so- sociopath. Thank you. So he tells her all of this outright. And Tate's response is not to be like, oh, my God, someday I'm no longer going to be special. And he's going to use this sociopathic awfulness on me or on someone I love or like he's going to be upset with someone for hurting me. And then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't think she just thinks like I'm special. I think even at 17, you could realize that that person is a maniac. That's Bonkers and seventeen-year-olds are dumb. Yeah, but yeah, I, do I was think so dumb. I would at least recognize maniac. That it was like eighteen red flags. Yeah, minimum Two on his body. Right. <laughs> those. Yeah, yeah. Those badly traced tattoos yeah. are. Oof. Yeah. So like, I don't know. So on on every side of this, it just makes no sense. But anyway, getting back to okay. the point, Casey and Jared are making out. They're together now. They, they snarfle. They're snorkeling. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she like backs Is away. She Bell rings. him and Maddox talking to yes. her. Yeah. And so him and, so he walks away from snorkeling on her friend and then him and yep. Maddox are, are talking and Maddox like, you tap that ass yet? And he's like, oh, yeah. no, not yet, but I, I'm going to do it. And then I think I'm going to play with yeah, this one for a while because and the reason is because uh, I'm fucking with Tatum and then Maddox like, why do we fuck with Tatum again? <laughs> <Which I think> <laughs> 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 
Yep. Because she might and overhear then, this, so I just wanted to clarify. I just want to know. And he's like, <laughs> just, just, why do you fucking care? You love doing it, too, because you're an asshole as well. So just. Right. Burp, burp, burp. So. Yeah. And so, anyway. So Tatum oh, not only knows that her best friend is fucking Jared and is disloyal, but also that Jared is fucking her best friend just to fuck with her. It's crazy. And, yeah. Yeah, she knows that her best friend is getting used yeah. as a weapon against her. Yeah. But at that point, do so, you care? Because your best friend is trash. So, I know, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, All right. So, oh, we also find out that um, even though he's doing this thing to get back at Tate, he is done keeping other boys away from her. Yeah. They can, they can fucking just done have with her. her. The whole school can have her if they want. Yeah. The whole school can have if her, he want. says. He's in control of that. Which is weird. He's the king. He's the king. And she thinks to herself, oh, I hate that he's done with me. I just, I don't know, like the the 13 levels of fucked up mm-hmm. that this is, is just incredible. So then she talks to Casey. And they sort Casey has no remorse whatsoever. She's just like, he's kind of nice now, or he's nice to me at least. So like, get off it. Yeah. You know, I were, oh, Casey actually says, oh, Tate says, uh, he's always going to be a dick and that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. And then Casey goes, well, we're always going to be friends and that's not going to change. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Are you the one person who gets to yeah. decide that? Because betrayal. Betrayal. You know? Yeah. Betrayal, betrayal. is all I'm saying. Fred, I know you're on the rebound, girl, but nobody is this crazy. No one. Nobody. Okay. So then this gross dude, Nate, approaches her in themes class, the one that she shares with Jared. And he says, he's like, go out with me. And she's like, no. And he goes, I don't get you. Oh, is that who Nate is? Huh. Yeah. Huh. Nate's you a person just solved the big mystery either. for me. <laughs> Man. <laughs> what a caper. All right. What a caper. Yeah. I this. Yeah. yeah, he's the cat burglar. Yeah, they we were, find we're out later to on. Nate later. And I'm like, who the fuck was Nate? <laughs> All right. Good. He's also the one that, that tries to assault her in the woods. Yeah, yeah. That's coming yeah. up, listener. Mm-hmm. I just never got his name. <laughs> Yeah. So he goes, I don't get you. You give it to Trent in the locker room last week, and then you let Jameson take you out. You probably give you probably gave it up for him too. He leaned further and ran his hand up my arm. Oof. It's just ugh. And none of these teenagers sound like teenagers. No. I just can't stop harping on it. So then Jay comes in and he threatens him. Jared's like, You get away from her and never talk to her again. Yeah. And she's like, Hold on, he's not scowling at me for once in my life. Yeah. This is uh kind of weird. But then she lashes out. And she's like, I don't need favors from you. Yeah. Your parents hate you and they left you alone and probably your mom's from dad. Your alcoholic and, like, and your dad yeah. doesn't love you. She's like, your dad mm-hmm. doesn't love you. Yeah, she's it's real mean really mean. It. It's like maybe even too mean for this guy. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's been this refrain that we haven't talked about. It's like a, she'll say something, something will happen. And then she'll randomly think to herself, this is how bullies are made. Mm-hmm. And it's it's this thing that keeps on coming up and coming up. I think up the author wants up. us to think that she becomes the bully, but it's just not. Well, she's that she's on the. Well, no, I think the author's trying to point out that trauma can turn people into bullies. Sure. That like the like the people who are bullied becomes the bully. And that's like fine. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it's just it's fine. <laughs> it's just not very artful anyway. So, yeah, I don't care. There's a thing that happens. She talks about her favorite memory. It involves Jared and a picnic next to her dead mom. Whoa, in a cemetery. <laughs> whoa, whoa, let's walk that one back. She was afraid to go Sorry. to the cemetery. So young Jared 
made her a picnic and took her there so it would feel like a safe spot for her and so that she could go mm-hmm. visit her mom and leave things like necklaces on the grave and it's actually important right. and also they didn't have sorry brunch next to the corpse of her mother Melody. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i mean but really though if you cut to the chase they're having a picnic next to her dead mom kind of but not in view of <laughs> Jesus. okay so then Liam approaches her after school and he's like, I want to get back with Casey. And she's like, ugh, I guess I'll tell her that you like, I'll pass on the message. And he's like, thank you. She and her grandma have a conversation about that things. nice neighbor boy, that nice neighbor boy. Who's not nice. She always thought she'd end up with that nice neighbor boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. What happens next? Yeah. Well, by the end of the conversation, no, it is important. Ugh. By the end of the conversation, her very astute grandmother was like there's strength in vulnerability mm-hmm. so why don't you just tell him how much he's hurt you mm-hmm. and perhaps he will get it through his noggin that is fair yep that is that is important yeah. it's really good uh-huh. so that night she wakes up you guys in a store oh god and the storm has blown open Those her french, french doors. doors sexy and so she goes and sits in a tree in the tree she in the storm the thunderstorm because she wants to be in the storm she wants the danger she wants the danger yeah and she sees Casey leaving his house at midnight. <gasps> she, I just does Casey not know this bitch lives next door to him. Uh, this is what I'm asking. If I was going to do this to my best friend, I would not also like rub it under her nose by tittering down Especially his front if walk. You know how much your friend loves her French doors. <laughs> You're gonna I mean, think she's at those French doors, just tracing their constantly. contours and curves, and just leaning oh, yeah. up against them. Um, <laughs> She's making, she's putting her hot breath on there and then like drawing hearts in the window. <laughs> throwing them open, <laughs> standing in the wind, and then closing them and throwing them open again. That's right. She's inviting bluebirds in. I can't. Celine Dion in a music video. Mm, yes. So you've got to think, like, her room even faces the driveway. Like, come Apparently, on. So yeah. if it's midnight and it's like, like, Mustang, she's right. going to know. I don't know. I know. I know. Also, this bitch loves Anyways, storms. So, so that too. We find that out. If it's out, storming outside, yeah. this chick is outside. She's in so it. Casey, you should know She's that about it. your friend. Wouldn't you think? Loves a storm. Loves it. So he's in his room and he says, it's really dumb to be in that tree. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's true. She's like, it d- never mattered to you before and whether I got hurt. Safety. And then he says... I wouldn't care if you were alive or dead yeah. and walks away. Yeah, but it is the first time they've talked since she said your dad doesn't love you and your mom's an alcoholic and you're going to end up being a burnout who peaked in high school. She does say all of yes. that. Yeah. No, no, I know. I'm just saying that, so, that I mean, things are said. I, I feel that was a fair comeback. Yeah. The next day, Ben asked her to go to a bonfire with him, and then Casey wrangles that into her also going to the loop. The loop. Near, near. Hong Kong. Awooka. Okay. So, uh,. Yo, oh, and then she lashes out at Casey and she's like, he's just using you, which shouldn't be a lash out. That should just be like, I'm being a good friend to you right now. Right. I heard him say out loud that he's using yeah. you. FYI. Yeah. Whatever. She doesn't, though, because she's also a bad friend. Yeah. So that after, okay, <laughs> this bitch 
has dreams of Columbia. It's all she can talk about. She loves, she has this science fair she's been working on for forever. And she's back in themes class, <laughs> right? She is an academic, athletic person. She is a cross country with books, right? She is a cross country book. Is I'm the way I'm going to phrase that. It's just that when you say Columbia, I thought of the country, and I'm like, I really earned something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and I didn't want to bring it up because I feel like we've been so off topic. But I was just like, dreams of Columbia. <laughs> what she, just, she just wants to go to Medellin. Yeah. <laughs> like, she just got back from France. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> thought she wanted to go to college. All right, moving on. I'm not going to spend time on that. I was very confused. Okay. So let's recall, she has this assignment that I'm going to guess together is at least 40% of her grade. Sure. So the monologue has got to be 20% of her grade. And you've got to choose it, it from a list. It is supposed to be. Of movies and... It's supposed to be from... Yes! So she has... It's a prescribed list. Oh, this is stressing you out. Yes! <laughs> Me too. I can't believe it's not stressing you out No, more. it did. It more did. of a rule It did. I just I um, have very little give a fuck uh, about the characters in this book. Yes, it stressed yeah, me fair. out immensely. She writes an original monologue. Yeah, she freewheels. She freeballs this monologue so that she can talk to Jared about the way that he's wronged her. She asks to do her monologue early. It's due on Friday. Early. She wants to do it on Wednesday. She gets up there. She talks about her dead mom. She talks about... She talks about... She starts it off talking about how much she loves storms. Yeah, she, she loves those storms. And her French doors. Because they blow open her French doors. They do. They blow open her French doors. French and doors. then her curtains flutter. Oh, they're black and sheer curtains, by the way. Oh. Oh, oh it's so sexy. Oh, this is a two-parter. I hate that it is, but it is. I know! God damn it. <laughs> it is a two-parter. Fuck. Okay. But the monologue ends... I'm just going to read it to you because I don't know whether it's good or don't not. Read it to us. Perform it, please. <gasps> I'll be here. I will. I'll be here with my coffee. Do you want me to? Not the whole thing. Are, were you going to read the whole thing? No, I was going to read the end. Oh, just, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Whatever you whatever you okay. were going to do, I just, I want it, I want it full throttle. That's what I want. I want it like you're oh, no worries. chasing a corner at the loop. <laughs> <laughs> rumble <laughs> okay so it ends with you were my tempest my thundercloud my tree in the downpour i loved all of those things and i loved you but now you're a fucking drought i thought that all assholes drove german cars but it turns out that pricks in mustangs can also leave scars <laughs> Did anyone hear that? I whispered it. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. But you want to know what, Aaron? What? It's not a monologue that's going to count for 20% of her fucking it's not. grade. She's going to handle it later in the essay. How? It's got to be a How? monologue in an There's essay. no. I don't know. There's no way that she's going to justify doing Honestly, an extemporaneous. Running out of the house with the gun and shooting one of those guys in the brawl probably would have had less impact on her ability to get into Columbia than throwing than this, this essay. When she could have just said it to his face. Yeah. And the problem is she doesn't hate him. Not even a little bit. Not at all. And she runs out. I'm sorry. This was like such she a 10 things I hate about you ripoff. I couldn't. I know. And 10 things I hate about you is so good. She says the word Tempest. I can't. 
I know. I know. <sighs> okay. So then she's feeling like she is on top of the world after this thing. She gets like a standing O from her classmates, which is not a thing. No, they would all make fun of her to infinity. Are you kidding? Oh, and beyond. They would buzz light you're the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah, like she like, she asked to do an assignment early, first of all. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, and fuck then you. Got up there and cried about her dead mom and wrote up a thing that like was not the assignment to challenge <laughs> the most popular boy in school to be like, <laughs> love me again. Are you kidding me? I know. They would murder her dead. I know. Good thing they don't know it's not a monologue, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they don't know that because they're like, what play did this come from? And she's like, you're going to find out in my essay. They're idiots. No, you're not. No, you're Does not. Does the essay come back? No. No, no. She didn't get into Columbia. <laughs> no. I don't. I mean, I fucking hope what not. What about because in high school? <sighs> this is what I'm saying. Mm. God. Okay. So he leaves. He's obviously upset. He's like crying in the hallway. Not in view of others. No, but when everybody comes out, his eyes are red. Yeah. And whatever, whatever. Oh, and then we get a little nugget at the end of this. A little nug. Because apparently the next book in this series is the same book from his perspective. What? And his reaction to this is bonkers. Piper materializes and asks him for a ride home. And he says, I've got my bike. And she's like, I can handle it. And then he takes her into a bathroom. And fucks her on a toilet. Piper? Piper. It's like a revenge fuck oh my. against the heroine. Wait, how do you know this? Because there's a nugget at the end of this book that's like, wait for oh my Jared's God. perspective. So at this moment, he takes Piper into the bathroom. Into a bathroom. And fucks her on a toilet? Sits down on a toilet where everyone oh shits. My God. Oh my and god, then, Dracaris, and then, like, Dracaris, Dracaris, this book. I cannot. <laughs> Dracaris! Oh my and then god. he like tosses her off of his cock and is like, you're not the woman that I want you to be. And she's like confused oh and god. he takes her home. Piper, justice for Piper! Ugh. Justice for motherfucking Piper Oof. and her bandage dress. Ugh. Like you and get that bandage dress, girl. Beach Piper. Ugh. That's right. You, you wear, wear whatever your the heels fuck on the beach. Want. It is impractical. Anytime. It wasn't a good idea, but it's fine. No, I I am judging you just from a common sense perspective, but not from a slut one. It's just that's they're going right. to sink into that sandpiper, but no. that's okay if you like them. And and later on, the the heroine also judges her about wearing sandals, strappy heeled sandals in October, and I'm just like, I don't give a shit where you live, Chicago. It, she can wear whatever she wants. Everyone, yeah. just get out of here. Justice for Piper. We got it. We got to get. She never. She. We, we got to get. to. She ends up being the villain. How dare you? How we dare gotta you? We got to at least get to this makeout. How many listeners do you think we lost in this episode? Because we were holding <laughs> so on to like many. a couple who gave us three stars. We for like, were. I still listen, even though their tangents are tangents. <laughs> we lost them. They're gone. They're like, fuck all. all he does is shrink. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, listener. I'm sorry. Yep. I can only be me, though. All right. Here's what. Here's where we're gonna end. <laughs> we're gonna end it this evening, right? Yeah, we are. We got to get through this evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, but back in this book, before we find out about next book, oh my god, back in this book, so this, she's on top of the world evening, after this when monologue. She goes over to his house. <laughs> yeah, his, his dick is still dick wet. Is still <laughs> hypery. <laughs> yep. Oh 
my god. Or maybe maybe they didn't actually like get to penetrate him. I don't care. I don't care either. I don't, I don't care. care. I mean, at the very least, he has drunk at least half a bottle of Jack Daniels by the time she kisses him. So he's he's like cowboy mouthwashed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess there's a silver lining there. But we're, we got to back yeah. up. So okay. back in her okay. perspective, yeah, we're back. she is on top of the world. Having a great She's day. like, I am, I am having a vulnerable moment and I'm feeling strong. And this is where... Yeah, I am behind yes. her on this. Like, there is a huge strength in vulnerability. I'm not Thank behind public declarations of anything, but I'm behind the feeling that she has now. Yep. Yeah, I'm not behind fucking 20% of your grade senior year for no fucking reason. And all of that as well. Like. Yes. But anyway. I just don't think she's going to get into Columbia regardless. She's not smart. She's not even going for an athletic scholarship. Bitch can run a mile in six minutes and she's not going for an athletic scholarship. How dare you? Is that is that, that fast? That is fucking Is that fast. athletic scholarship yeah. fast? Yeah, I, I guess think I'm so. Just, because I'm in the I army, mean, I it am seems not like a lot country. of people can run that fast around You're in me. a different demographic. Yeah, okay, okay. No. That's athletic scholarship yeah, that's fast like, in high school? That's like two and a half hour marathon fast, I well, think. Yeah, but there's a difference between running one mile in six minutes and running a marathon in six minute miles. Sure, but she's also a cross country. So she's going that fast cross country? That is fast. I mean, she takes second place all the time, she, so maybe oh not. Oh, gosh. She takes second place <laughs> in everything she we does. We watch her take second place all like, the time. four times. Probably two, but still. I also don't know why we had to watch her do it, but, like, I guess to say she has interests other than Jared's cock. I why don't know. Why did we have to sit through that whole honey hair treatment? Well, because we had to find out about the absolutely boastful hardwood floors. So proud. They're so, so proud. proud. So. <laughs> no one's listening. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. So she's out feeling high. And so she's like, you know what, Ben? I will go to the loop with you. Vroom, vroom. Vroom. Ka-chow. And then she goes home. Later on that night, it's a storming again, you guys. It's a storming. Boom. Flash. Because it's fall. Boom. Flash. Thunder, thunder. And she hears a bark outside. Whoa, bark, whoa. bark, bark. That's just how rooster sounds. Scratch, 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 scratch. And... She realizes that Madman is outside. And so she's like, oh, my God, I have to go find Madman. And then she's like, I'll catch all hell if I bring him inside inside my house. So I'm going to test the door. So she tests the door and it's open. She walks in and this place has been destroyed. Everything's The house has been trash. There are picture frames that are askew on the wall. The glass is completely shattered. Furniture overturned. Never date a man who destroys stuff when he's mad. Thank you. That's a little song I made up. 42nd red flag. Yeah. Red flag Don't city. He just is made of red flags. Yeah. His blood is not made of red cells. No. But it is made of red, red flags. flags. What yeah. a weird so, thing to say. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Coursing through his veins. <laughs> She walks through the house. It's destroyed. She is worried that he is a hurt or a kidnapped. And then turns out there is Jared he's sitting in the rain outside by the pool with a handle of Jack Daniels. Yeah. This motherfucker is 17. Yeah. Handle of Jack Daniels, mostly gone. Yeah. She confronts him and she's like, What are you doing? Dude, does your mom know you trashed the house? Mm. Man, man was outside. You're a bad dog owner. Yeah. And then she's like regrouping and she apologizes for hurting him. Because he's like, 
what the fuck do you care? I'm nothing, remember? I'm going to peak in high school. Nobody gives a He's shit. like, you really fucked me up today, too, in your monologue. Yeah. And so she follows him inside the house. They're both wet, super Very downpouring. Wet. Mm-mm-mm. She can't tell what's tears and what's rain. That's right. She grabs the bottle out of his hand and runs to the sink and pours it out. He comes over and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And like tries to grab yeah, it away from Jack him. Daniels. And in doing so, he turns her around and he she gets pushed up against his body. Yep. And then they're breathing each other's air yeah. and looking in each other's eyes. And then he pulls the Jack Daniels away and tosses it on the ground. And then she's like, get the fuck away from me. And instead, he picks her up by the waist and sets her on the sink. And he pins her hands behind her body and pulls her up against his his torso, and they're just breathing each other's air and staring at each other with hatred. Listen, worked for me. Ten out of ten. Would read again. Sorry. I just. It's a little bit non consenty because she's very like no, and he's very like yes. But since it's from her perspective, ten out of ten. Would read again. I know. I know. I hate him. I, I hate him. But it was sexy. I hate him. I hate the fact that he's five years old. Yeah, I was not imagining a 16-year-old boy. 17, sorry. I keep thinking they're 16. I know. They're they're going to turn 18 this sure. month, you guys. Don't worry. It's going to happen. I was a Yeah, fan. yeah. So it's... They make out. It's... Uh, they make out hard, hard. Because he's like, this is where he says, you fucked me up today. And she's like, good. And I really liked that she was, she was just spitting things back at him. Yeah. It was very like, unhand me. And he was like, I'm going to kiss you instead. It worked because she immediately responded. You know, she like pulls him against uh-huh. her with her. She wraps yeah, her legs around him legs and pulls his heart on against her. Hair. Oh, yeah. He's got one hand at the nape of her neck in her uh-huh. hair and one hand on her ass. Uh-huh. And he's like nibbling all over her jaw and her yeah. neck. And then she gets thrown out of the moment, though, when he does the ear trick that she saw him do on KC. Oh. Yeah. And so she's like, ah, get away from me. I, I can't. Yeah fair yeah and then he does not and so then she pushes him hard and then he's like looking at her with animalistic eye contact or whatever eye contact (laughs) just yeah he tastes like alcohol it's a thing yeah i and then she sprints out of the house Mm -hmm. it listen (sighs) i understand your concerns i'm just saying i enjoyed no i responded in places (laughs) that i I didn't want to respond in but i did respond i think that penelope douglas should should like just write sex vignettes she's very good well i don't mean it like that i just mean that's the best part of the book i didn't i didn't mean that's all she should write i didn't mean it like that sorry no i mean i I just i I really think i would love to read the best part of her writing for sure Oh, yeah. And I would love to read something about a 43-year-old crime boss. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Like, Penelope hit me with yeah. it. Like, get it in mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? But this, it, I just, I couldn't turn my brain off even though everything from my waist down was a flutter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. I do understand what you're saying. And, um... Apparently, that is what we're going to end on. That's it, I guess. I'm sorry this was a two-parter. It's all my fault. It's my cranky mood. It's because I wouldn't <laughs> stop talking about Arborists. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? I, I honestly think that you're going to have some sort of some sort of like slander suit. Tree Stump, Tree Stump Todd. Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Tree Stump Todd is going to write us an email. 
That's all I got to say. <laughs> and Tree Stump Todd, you are more than welcome to write us an email. In fact, Tree Stump Tracy, yeah. let us oh, know. Yeah. But I think what's happening right now is like there's an HB that's listening to this yeah. who's like mm-hmm. calling to her husband and being like, Todd, I think they're talking <laughs> about you and your business <laughs> on the sex <laughs> book podcast I listen to. <laughs> what's going on, Todd? Yeah. That's what's mm-hmm. more likely. Or it's Tree Stump That's Tracy. But I don't think Tree Stump Tracy thinks we're talking about her because she's like, it's definitely Todd. So I'm, I'm out of this game. Well, I mean, we yeah. did say Todd out loud. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm just saying that Tracy's out there can also get all oh, those tree yeah, stumps. yeah. Especially a lot of our construction and like that kind of outdoor work in Alaska is done by mm-hmm. women. Like mm-hmm. a lot of your road like work it. people are women in Alaska. Yeah. Todd? That's very, very cool. I think they're talking <laughs> I think the podcast ladies know you. Todd, they didn't even have the courtesy of saying your company name out loud. <laughs> They're besmirching the work of an arborist. <laughs> you went to tree surgery school. You went to Columbia for that. <laughs> um, they do good work in Medellin. <laughs> if that is you, if you write us an email, we will respond. I will read it on the podcast. Yes. yes. I will. Okay. Oh, All right. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry and we're done here. Listen, you can find us on Twitter. No, Amber. What? Aaron, yes. We have Lady Loves to get to. What? Oh, Lady Loves. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got one. Okay. Got one. I've got two, actually. Yeah. Two of them. <sighs> I want you to live your life knowing. That your level of sexual activity is absolutely no reflection on your worth, your capability, your intelligence, or anything else that is not directly related to whether or not you have sex with other humans. That's it. That's one lady love. I just want you to go forth into the world thinking to yourself, nobody is ever going to think that crop top makes me look slutty because nobody of worth will ever think that. True. That's one of them. Yeah. Sorry. Just real mad. Just real mad about it. You honorable sluts out there. You keep being you, you know? Mm-hmm. Secondly, I also think that three different angsty books just in the current ness of the world. I didn't world. know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. No, we can't really know. We can't you know? know? It's, it's hard to know. But <clears throat> I'm, we're coming on, I think, week two or three. After Alabama and Georgia decided to lose their minds, um, I'm sorry. I'm getting political. I, I don't like give this a shit. Podcast until they got political. <laughs> I did, and if I'm sorry, it's gonna happen because politics. Their bodies. Now I, I don't can't. Listen to it no more. I can only go so long with a public platform without saying some things. So if you are of the mind that I am, that women should be able to be in charge of their bodily autonomy whether or not you agree with abortion it doesn't it's not about that it's not about whether or not you would get an abortion i would also like for anybody to be able to choose not to get an abortion right like that's all it is i just want women to be able to be in charge of their own bodies if you feel the same way one place that you can put your money where your mouth is is the Yellow Hammer Fund. 
you can go to one of the links is abortionfunds.org. Another one, you can just Google Yellowhammer Fund. There's also yellowhammerfund.org. And um, it's a place where it pools money and it, it helps women get the reproductive care that they're seeking, whether it's paying for travel and hotel, because a lot of women already, even though it is a currently a constitutionally protected right to be able to decide what we want to do with our reproductive. We have reproductive freedom sort of right now, I guess is what I'm trying to say, except that a lot of women in this country still have to travel hundreds of miles in order to find a doctor who will take care of them. A lot of those women are impoverished and they might not be able to pay for the bus ticket or the lodging. A lot of these states also have laws to where you have to visit the doctor and then wait three days and then go back to the doctor. So we're talking three days of hotel rooms, plus all of the recovery time, whether or not you can travel afterwards. And take the time off of your job, too. Take the time off of your job. It's And you lose money that way as well. <sighs> so let's donate to funds like that. Donate to Planned Parenthood. Donate to the people who want to keep women's choice with women. And let's help our sisters in less fortunate positions or less fortunate geographic regions get the care that they need. That is a lady love that you can do today. So. I found these ice cream bars that I really like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so mad. <laughs> they're, a, they're a Greek yogurt ice cream bar. <laughs> I found them at Costco and also Fred Myers. They're called Yasso. Why? S S O. It's a Greek yogurt ice cream bar. Um, and they've got more protein um, than your regular ice cream bar and less calories. So they're marginally more healthy for you. They come in several flavors. Mint chocolate chip and cookie dough are the best. Of them. So just get your get your ice cream on <laughs> don't be guilty about it just you know treat yourself this week with an ice cream bar how'd i do did i do good with mine was mine good you know what i think the balance is incredible yeah. yes that's perfect and you know what you guys i honestly wish i was more eloquent when i'm upset <laughs> but i'm not it's hard and it's never gonna happen yeah so, uh, you can yeah, find get us. your ice cream, <laughs> get your ice cream and your healthcare. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you can find us on Twitter, heaving underscore bosoms, Instagram at heaving bosoms, Facebook heaving bosoms podcast. <laughs> I couldn't figure out if you froze or you were just crazy. <laughs> just stuck like uh, this. <laughs> heaving bosoms podcast on Facebook, the closed Facebook group, which is about to a thousand members. Also, these bitches are in the group being like, you should give your a thousandth member a prize or something. <laughs> Maybe. But guess what? You get to fucking decide that. <laughs> cultists. We we did have one loyal cultist be like, what if the thousandth member bought our our cult leaders an entire fleet of their favorite lipsticks? Yeah. Yeah, and that cult member is going to get, get extra porridge at dinner. for a change. <laughs> maybe that. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, my first thought when they said that was, I don't know that bitch. I don't know who. I don't, uh, member 1000 could be anybody. 
That could be some bitch right. I hate. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, maybe we'll give a prize to member 1000. We're at like 985 right now. Let's see. Uh, what else are we on? Is that all the social media? We have a website that is heavingbosomspodcast.com. Real out of date. We are on Patreon when you can get where you can get a, a much more of us. Yes. Uh, and and gifts and extra uh, fun books, other, other fun extra things. Extra tinglers, extra bonus episode yeah. with me and Cole if that's the only episode you've ever listened to. Yeah. <laughs> Melody's not salty about it at all. No, no, <laughs> no. We were in Blush Magazine and it was like heaving bosoms, especially when Cole was on. <laughs> She's like, that was yeah. once. <laughs> She's so mad. I totally loved that Cole <laughs> got a shout out <laughs> in a romance. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Cole is, is fucking great. Yeah. Hi, Cole. Yeah. Hi. She was just a little salty. You really earned that shout out, Cole. All right? <laughs> you did one episode <laughs> on Heaving Bosoms Podcast. Congratulations. Oh, no, okay. thank you for coming anyway, on, Cole. We really Cole appreciate you. Can't wait to meet you at the wedding, yeah, Cole. Right. Oh. <laughs> she loves you. She really does. I really do. I really do. What else? And merch on Redbubble. If you look up Heaving Bosoms, you can yeah. find our original designs. And is that it? Probs send your possessions yeah. to. No, I'm not going to give you right. my address, but us. Give them to us. Just box it box up. Box it up. Wait. Just box it up and wait. Maybe we'll come get it. That's them. right. That's we right. want all your hair dryers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's it. All right. Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love Tree Stump Todd, the tree surgeon <laughs> yeah. arborist who goes and gets those <laughs> trees for you. Columbia educated. Man. Knows everything there is to, about tree veins and tree hearts and tree arthritis. That's right. And can, he did so much at surgery school. <laughs> tree Stump Todd is a goddamn inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And he also donates to the Yellow Hammer Fund, I'm, I'm sure. sure of it. Yeah. Tree Stump Tracy yep. definitely does. Oh, Tree Stump Tracy, I think, founded the Yellow Hammer Probably. Fund. All right. So, uh, love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.